Hi, and welcome to The Optimist Chronicles, your emotional safe space to explore and be exactly who you are and feel all of your feelings. I'm your host, Anna Marie Green, clinical therapist, emotional wellness coach, and soul-led optimist, here to bring you all the topics and conversations to help you become more of yourself and see life in a more positive view. Let's get started. Exciting news, guys. The doors are now open for the Anxiety Languages Coaching Program. This six-month transformational coaching program is everything you need to make sure that you are never at the whim of -of out-of-control anxiety again. It gives you everything to empower you through your emotions and free your soul so that you can embrace life and experience a more vibrant, colorful, fulfilling life experience. Head to the link in the show notes to learn more about the program today. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Optimist Chronicles. It's episode three. This feels like a really long time coming. I had not intended for the episodes to be as spaced out as they are between two and three, but here we are because life happens. I actually um, just got back from like almost back-to-back vacations, so I'd gone to the western side of the state um, with my mom's family and I had brought my microphone and my headphones and my laptop up to me, up with me, thinking I was like, I'll definitely have like some space and some time to record an episode. And I was very optimistic, and it just never happened. I and I truly had every intention. I interviewed my grandfather for the podcast, and it turned into essentially almost like a therapy session, <laughs> which is how a lot of my conversations end up with some people, just because. I am a naturally very curious person, and I care very, very deeply about the interactions that I have and and even, you know, the stories that people have to tell. People's, other people's stories are such powerful ways to connect, and listening and validating by your presence, by having an open mind um, to what other people have experienced is one of the coolest and also to me like one of the most intimate ways to show love and affection and honestly like human beings are just super cool and the way that they all have these unique stories and these dreams and this way of functioning it's just it's super cool to me so I have to forgive my voice I am still feeling a little bit under the weather from all of the traveling and before we went on vacation my daughter got pink eye in both eyes and you should have seen my roommate and I we were like okay we got to make sure we're washing our hands like every two seconds and just like don't touch anything and washing everything and it was totally crazy so now like we're back um and I'm just like okay my body's like now we can rest but now we can also get sick so that's why my voice sounds a little little wonky so today's episode is hopefully going to be a little bit shorter just because the last episode was so long and also I'm hoping to record you know a couple more times this week just so that I have some stuff kind of backlogged so it won't be as long as the anxiety languages episode so like I mentioned earlier I interviewed my pop-up who is my mom's dad and it was a super spur of the moment decision I was up at the cabin with my family around and I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about in the podcast And I just felt really called to sit down and interview him. 
And the more I thought about it, I was like, oh my gosh, yes. So for backstory, my pop-up is in his 80s. And and I know that I might be biased because he's my grandfather, but this man has lived so much life. It is wild. He's just, he has so much life experience and just a really cool perspective. And on top of that, he is one of the most loving people that I know. And on top of being super intelligent, like he taught himself a couple languages and he's been all over the world (laughs) and he's worked like he talked about working at like a rubber factory and also like for the government all these different stories he's just had so much life and I also know from his backstory um from what he shared with me in the interview obviously but also um just from different things that he shared throughout my life and little glimpses of of his you know childhood that kind of stuff that he's had some really hard experiences some some really traumatic experiences and I don't think that as a society that we open the door or give opportunity for our elders to speak enough um, to to share their life with us and their wisdom with us and he is somebody that I so admire and him and my and my mom they are such loving people and they've had so many things experienced so many you know losses hardships in their lives and they are also some of the most positive and accepting people that I have ever met and I will preface this before we get into the juicy details of the podcast that when I talked to my pop up about what a podcast was and, and, and what my podcast talks about, he said he understood, but then by the end of the session, he was like, wait, I don't want anyone to like hear me saying this. So what I ended up having to do was going back and listening to the podcast and I picked out some specific stuff to share with you guys, some lessons to share with you guys, um, summarizing kind of, of what he says without you know, using some of these specific details of his story um, because what he had to say and the lessons that he shared were so, so valuable and I'm so excited to share it with you guys. I told him, I was like, I, I have a lot of clients. I have a lot of, I know a lot of people who really struggle with getting past really difficult situations. Um, you know, traumas, family traumas, childhood traumas, all that kind of stuff. They it really takes a hold of them and some of a lot of people are wondering like how the heck do i move forward and he is an example of someone who's moved forward and i just thought it was a great thing to share i i know it is a great thing to share i'm so excited for to for you guys to to get some of these these lessons hey are you enjoying what you're hearing Remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. It means so much to me. And if you like what you hear even more than that, and you feel like working with me is the next step in your emotional empowerment and life transformation, head to my website today to schedule a free consult call so I can help you figure out which offerings are best for you. Remember, feelings aren't just meant to be talked about, they're meant to be felt. Head to the show notes for the link to my website to find out more today.
to give you some quick background, so my pup-up is 82. He'll be 83 in March. He is a Pisces, which he was super cool, and we had lots of conversations about that. Um, he, his parents are from Ireland. He grew up in Trenton, New Jersey. He was served as a Marine um, and almost went, actually went over to Vietnam. He also almost became a priest at one point. <laughs> Um, and he's worked every kind of little odd job. He has six children. My mother is the second of his six children, and he has been married for, I'm pretty sure, like 60-something years at this point. I would, I have to, so there's a lot of, of history there. So when I was originally writing up the notes on this episode, I put the title or the pending title as Living and Loving. And that is because so much of what he talked about really was advice for how we should be living our lives, how to get through difficult, difficult times, difficult situations. And my pop-up has experienced so much of that, you know, whether it was experiences from his childhood, um, things that he saw in his own community, um, or, you know, with his own health. He has always managed to find hope and to be able to kind of move through things, move move beyond things um, into a future that is kind of almost like that clean slate that we all are hoping for. So when I asked him, you know, what he, what was his secret to overcoming a traumatic past and and overcoming, you know, when other people had wronged you specifically. In, in regards to your trauma, especially during childhood, you know, how did he move past it? How was he able to let it go so that it didn't direct, you know, the projection of his future or what he created for his future life and his future family? And his big themes and, and advice was really emphasizing the importance of authenticity, authenticity of owning your story and who you are having hope and also sharing hope with other people and having or creating a village of individuals who will accept you and really surround you with validation and support and and love. The first thing that he talks about is the authenticity piece. And he talked about authenticity probably in every single story that he told me. Um, whenever I was like, okay, so how did you, how did you get past that? How did you forgive? How did, how were you able to let that go and not let it bleed into the rest of your life? And every single time without fail, he, you know, he was saying, you know, Anna, it's about owning your story. It's about being honest with yourself about what you experience and then showing up in your relationships and your spaces with that part of you. And it's so interesting because that's something that I work on with my clients a lot is that piece of, you know, figuring out how to own all of your stories, all of who you are, all of the time. And that's what he really talked about. He, you know, he's, he talked about even things where he looks back and he's like, that was a mistake or I, you know, I could regret that. But he, and he said, he was like, when, when you get to be my age, he, he said, you realize that there are some things that. They, they make sense in the end, and it's, it takes up too much energy 
to lie about who you are and to try to deny your past as if it's not part of what made you who you are and it's not what helped create the life that you that he currently has and one of the specific things that he talked about um, with his family dynamics and and specifically his relationship with his parents he talked about finding a group of people um, and he didn't necessarily seek it out intentionally but when the time came to make connections with this with a group and this is when he was he he was in this training program to become a priest he met other other men who had experienced the same type of family background the same who came from the same type of dynamic and they all shared openly about their experiences and what that did is that allowed him to own his story and to not feel isolated and in a situation that already kind of made him feel like something is wrong with me or I'm not good enough he was able to really see beyond that experience see that that experience was not about him because all these other people were experiencing it too and he talked about how healing it was to talk openly about that and it was kind of the first step in being able to let go of some of those things so that he could forgive and heal in the future but also dream up a better life for himself but that he talked about the power of being authentic in a group and the power of having a group of people who can understand and validate your experience but also not make you feel alone not make you feel like you are alone in this world with these horrifying experiences and so that means because a lot of times when we feel isolated we use it as validation as to why life isn't going to work out for us and in, and he talked about he you know he's like here are all these people with similar experiences and so it gave him hope it it freed him up a little bit talking about it you know putting it out there and and ha- not having someone you know say oh no it's not that bad or stop complaining but really just say yeah it sucks was an extremely healing experience for him and i think for a lot of us we forget that piece we feel like these terrible things that have happened to us or these really difficult things that we've experienced are the thing that holds us back and are the things that keep us from connecting with other people from sharing our experience we feel like we have to be somebody else or something else in order to succeed in order to have the life that we want and so we're not stepping into any to into our authenticity we're not owning the bad the things that we would consider the bad parts we only want to focus on the good parts about ourselves and when we have so many things that are like all these you know negative experiences that what we would consider negative experiences you know it's different for everyone then it can be hard to see the light because we're focused on them but when we just see that see it as another part of ourselves another part of ourselves to love another part of ourselves to help us get to where we we want to go it takes the pressure and the weight off and it reframes us thinking that something is wrong with us that we are undeserving of happiness or love and when we are able to be authentic and he he talks about this when we when we're able to step forward with all of our stories all of our experiences every past version of ourselves we are able to step into relationships and into communities 
in a way that is vulnerable and a little bit uncomfortable or a lot uncomfortable, but in a way that allows those groups to love us, to envelop us in love and validation and support in order to help us get through those difficult times. And he, he goes on into the, um, I mean, this is the third point that, that I was going to bring up, but I'll just do it second. But he talks about how important a village is, how important it is to be surrounded by people who are supporting and positive and are like, hey, yeah, that might suck, but like, it's all right. And, and it does suck. And we're sorry that that sucks, but we love you and we got your back. And he talks about that when he speaks about his time in, in the military and how that was also another experience that really validated what he was, what he was witnessing and feeling within his own life, his relationship with his, with his family members, you know, how he was feeling about his own kind of life trajectory. And he was able to really share his, his story again, with, and this time as an adult with, um, with the people in, in his, uh, in his military community. I don't know why I can't think of the right word for that. Um, and each group that he's been in, that he shared, has allowed him to open up a little bit more and a little bit more and has, has also motivated him to want more for himself, to, to use what he has experienced as a way to move forward and propel himself forward to want more for himself as opposed to using it as a way to say, this is why I can't have what I want, or this is why so-and-so can't happen. And because he's, he's stepped up in an authentic way, he made these lifelong connections and these really deep relationships in all different areas of his life, at all different times of his life. He talked about his close relationship with his military buddies. He talked about his close relationships with people from high school, from, um, from the training to become a priest, uh, from his jobs. Um, you know, he was really able to connect with the people he, he taught kids for, um, for a little while and he was able to connect with them on a deeper level because of what he experienced from, from living and growing up in Trenton. And another element of what he talked about when he was talking about a village was he really, um, he dove deep into his relationship with my mama, which was super cool and beautiful to talk about with him, to hear him talk about. And he, he spoke about how when things come up that are difficult and, you know, things that, you know, maybe he thought that he processed or got through or, you know, now they're bothering him a little bit more. And he blames a lot of it on old age. He says when you're old and you don't have all these things to do that flood your brain that distract you you're left with your thoughts you're left with these emotions and and thinking about the past and the memories and things like that and he talked about how vital my my grandmother is and and has been in his growth journey in accepting and loving himself and his past and 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 also forgiving people from his past and each person within his village has allowed him to accept and forgive himself, which has translated over to forgiving people from his past. And that was 
one of the big things for me that was probably the most beautiful thing about his story was just this emphasis on forgiveness and being able to forgive and love other people. Um, he talked a lot about how not forgiving it and hate and being angry, it just eats away at you and impacts your health. And he's like, you, you just get to a point you can't do it anymore. Even if you may might still want to, you just, you can't. And, and he also talked about part of the process of accepting who you are and your story is understanding that your experiences, especially when you haven't accepted and forgiven yourself and, and loved all of every aspect of your life, you're going to impact somebody else's story. And so he was able to use what he learned about himself to motivate his forgiveness of the people who had wronged him in his past. And it is something that we don't talk about, that people don't talk about enough, is really the power that comes with owning your story and in forgiveness. You know, I, I do talk about it with my clients and, and with people that how people treat us usually doesn't have as much to do with us as it does to, as it does with them. A lot of times when someone is specifically singling you out or treating you a specific way, it is because, and, and it's not your fault, but something about you, about your, their relationship with you has triggered something from their past that they haven't worked through. And it is not your fault. It is not about you. It is not about, it, it's really just about them and them trying to figure their crap out. And my papa talks about that. He talked about the story behind the person who had wronged him and as he got older as he was able to step into his own story and see how you know his own behavior his own trauma impacted how he was showing up in relationships and how he was coping with things and he realized that you know his those individuals didn't have the same opportunities that he did and he saw just like how trauma goes back generation and generation. And he talked about that. He was like, every every generation gets a little bit better. And having grace for one another and being open to what other people's stories are and understanding that somebody else sharing their story doesn't invalidate your own experience. It doesn't excuse what happens what has happened to you but what it does is it takes hate out of the equation and, and he talked about that you know when you are able to see that somebody else's experience is what's showing up and is what is what in is impacting you know and their negative treatment of you or their poor treatment of you or this these poor interactions or these terrible these terrible sometimes these terrible things he said it, it allows for hate to leave the room and for love to show up because that is accepting their human experience, is accepting their story. He said the only way that hate can survive is if we are unwilling to see somebody else's human experience and take the part of them that is the most human out of the equation. The fact that they have a story, the fact that they have emotions, the fact that they are more than just 
what your relationship is with them. Recent big life change or just having some intense feelings? Need help getting through a breakup, family fight, or job crisis? Don't worry, I got your back. My Ben sessions give you everything you need to move forward and not let yourself get swallowed whole by the challenges in front of you. Right now, you can get $100 off a package of four for vent sessions to ensure you are prepared and have the support for everything and everything life throws at you this year. Follow the link in the show notes or head to my Instagram bio to get your package today. Prices go back up on Saturday. The last big theme that he talked about was hope. And he talked about this on a couple different levels. One of the, one of the levels was that having hope is a super important self-empowerment tool. He said the minute that you lose hope is when you start to let anger take over. You start to let hopeless or you start to let um, kind of the light leave your eyes, essentially, is what, is what he's trying to say. He said he was one of the, the huge motivators is the hope of knowing that there is that there can be a tomorrow that you can overcome certain obstacles that you can have more for yourself. And one of the big things to help create more hope in the world is to step forward as yourself. And by stepping forward and owning your story, you are giving hope to other people around you. He talked about how one of his best friends that he's had for a very, very long time, I believe he said that they met in the military. Um, but there's this group of them and they, they talk frequently and how he had experienced this hardship within his family dynamic um, as a father and he stepped forward in the group and talked about it and talked about how one of the hardest things that he said he that he had experienced and how he was feeling about it and really was vulnerable and owned his story and owned where he was heading now and and what what he had to work on and how he worked on it and my pop-up said that it gave everyone else every other man in that group the permission to step forward and be like wow yeah my story my story can look like similar I maybe maybe I can change maybe I can become more loving and accepting and it gave other people hope that their relationships can change that that maybe the things that they thought were so immovable weren't and that they that there is a possibility for a better relationship there's a possibility for more love in their lives than what they were currently willing to embrace willing to accept and my pop-up talked about how it really changed him and he just spoke so beautifully about the power and force of hope and spreading hope and he said and you know talking about like hope isn't about you know believing things that you know (laughs) kind of like the affirmation stuff um but it's truly about showing up as yourself giving other people the opportunity to see you and that how that opens the door and how that is such a natural force for making the world a better place. 
It's by you taking up space. It is making more space for other people to live, to grow, to love. And, and as I said earlier, he said that taking up space, owning your story, it's, it's all part of making the world a lighter place and, and, and a better place. But also moving forward from the things that a lot of us feel like we're trapped in our past experiences, that those past experiences are always going to define us or are always showing up and they're, and they're limiting us and we're unable to have relationships, we're unable to, to have the dream job that we want or you know, the family that we want or just the lifestyle that we want. We, it is, we really hold on to the fact that it's holding us back. When really what is holding us back is an inability to accept those parts of ourself. Because by demonizing that side of us, even, it w- even though it can be a terrible and horrendous experience, by not accepting that part of our story, we're def- we're dec- we are isolating and declining not declining. <laughs> we'll just stick with isolating. We're isolating a part of ourselves. And so we're not able to fully show up as ourselves. And it strengthens the narrative that we're not lovable as we are. Because those dark and twisty, shadowy sides of us, they're part of who we are. They're part of our experience on this earth. And by not showing up, by not embracing that side, by not sharing those stories, we're taking away the opportunity for other people to fully love us. And we're also setting an example to other people that those types of things make us unlovable. And it perpetuates this, this cycle, this loop of, of anxiousness, of, of hate, of, of anger and, and sadness that feels like it completely controls our life and our narrative. And I don't think anyone could have said it better than my papa that showing up and being authentic is the key to hope, is the key to building a village. And hope and having a, and having a village is what's going to help you overcome all those past narratives so that, the, that it stays in the past, so it's not predicting your future narratives, so that it's not holding you back from having the things that you want in this life. Do you have a warrior mindset, meaning you feel like you constantly have to fight for the things in your life, including just happiness, relationship, or being loved? Do you have a fear of never being enough? Yeah, I've been there. Actively fought that and experienced that for over 20 years. I'm here to tell you, you don't have to live like that anymore. If you want to know the secrets to unlocking a happier, joy-filled life, check out the Anxiety Language Coaching Program. Enrollment is now through August 30th. Go to the show notes for details. For so many of us, you know, it's hard to admit when we need help or admit that something is wrong. We're really taught to have this warrior mindset that nothing is wrong. Just keep going. Keep pushing forward. Do it all on your own. At least that's how I was raised. Um, I remember my my mom telling me, and she she meant it from a completely loving and supportive and and empowering place. 
but she always said, because I had a learning disability and I, and I have epilepsy, so I'm physically disabled and I'm a woman and I'm, I'm half black. <laughs> um, she always said, you're going to have to work harder than everyone else around you to have just the same thing that they have, that they didn't have to necessarily work for um, or just to have a slice of what they have. And that was drilled into my brain over and over again. And as empowering or as motivating as it was, it also set this mindset that I cannot share things that make me vulnerable. I cannot be vulnerable. I can't afford to be vulnerable. I'm already vulnerable without without it being shared. And that is one of my biggest downfalls was the fact that I, and I still struggle, asking for help, creating an, a village. It took me so long to create a village of people who I let see me and I let show up for me. But if we can just show up a little bit more every single day, more as ourselves, we can change the world. Well, it'll leave less and less space for hate because we will stop hating ourselves. We will stop hating our stories. And we will be able to accept the stories of others because our stories, our experiences are what make us human and are what help build these deep soul-level connections. And they're also what give us hope. And more importantly, they're it's what gives the world hope, stepping forward as we are, owning our stories, no matter how shitty they are, and letting other people love us, letting other people make room for us, making room for ourselves. There are, I will say that there's nothing quite as powerful as those messages that my pop-up gave. I feel more empowered by them and they gave me a lot of things to reflect on and I hope that it gave you the same. And if you are looking for some quick tips on how to step forward and own your stories and be a little bit more authentic every single day, here's some quick things to do. Get a journal and write out your life story. All of the little details and crevices and dark and twisty moments, everything, happy moments. And when I say quick activity, I guess I just meant like, I'll just say this quickly. <laughs> Write out your story. Let the emotions come up. And tell it, however it happened, whatever your experience was. Let the feelings come up. If you need to take a break while you're doing this, take a break. I actually have clients do this a lot, especially when they have difficult pasts um, and difficult, rather traumatic experiences with parents, with even with friends, um, with loved ones in general, because what this does is it allows them to own their story so that they can see exactly how they're feeling and what are the things that they either feel ashamed of or regret for, or they, they still have these really intense emotional experiences. And then we can work on, 
you know, other aspects of like forgiving and forgiving themselves, forgiving the person, all of those kinds of, all that kind of stuff. So if you want to start working on that today, absolutely. I think what I'm going to try to do is also do some like journaling prompts or a journaling challenge PDF download um, as a freebie on my site. So be on the lookout for that. But Rome wasn't built in a day. So that might still take me a couple days. But my main thing is I want you guys to know, regardless of what your story is, regardless of, of the things that you've experienced in the past or what you're going through right now, know that you deserve to be seen and heard. And if the people that are surrounding you right now don't see you or you don't feel safe in letting them see you, maybe it's time to build a new village. But it is so important to allow ourselves to show up as we are with all of our stories, with all of our baggage, with all of our shit. And own it. Own your shit. And love that shitty part of your life or that shitty part of past version of yourself that you feel that you were. Whatever it is, the best way to shine love, to shine light on dark spots is to use love. And by doing that and by loving yourself, you're taking a little bit more hate out of the world. And you're not and you're not leaving space for it to come back. And so regardless on how you feel right now in your own life, you are fucking powerful because you have the power to take hate out of the world just by doing this, just by working with your own story. And that is a truly amazing thing. So remember that when you're feeling a little bit hopeless because the job isn't going the way you want because the relationship feels a little bit icky or is is coming to an end or because you're looking around and you aren't loving the friends that you see yourself surrounded by. Remember how powerful you are. And taking hate out of the world is not a small, is not a small little remedial task. It is a huge flipping deal. And that power is all yours, my friend. Take it from me. Take it from my 82-year-old grandfather, who is wise, wise, wise as I'll get out. You are powerful. You are whole. You are complete. That's all I have today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I have loved it. It was a little bit more wingy-ding in the sense of preparation and stuff, <laughs> but the messages felt so needed, and God, I just, it was such an enlightening conversation, so I'm so excited that I, I got to sit down and share it with you guys. I've been wanting to do that for like a week and a half now. If you have any questions or comments or you want any other information on this cool conversation with my grandfather, absolutely always feel free to DM me. My Instagram is at Anna Marie Green, LLMSW. And my TikTok is at YGT Wellness. So feel free to reach out 
to me on any of those platforms. And if you don't follow me, follow me on there. I'm always sharing tips and information on new services, offerings, and events, that kind of thing. I'm not sure what episode I'm going to release next, but I have some super cool topics coming up, including the importance of anger, boundaries, and a couple different actual interviews, actual interview episodes. So if you are liking what you're hearing and you are feeling really inspired, or even if you're having a lot of emotional um, responses to this podcast, please, please, please like and share, subscribe, rate it, anything and everything. It means so much to me. I love sharing these messages and this information with you guys. My podcast is like so heartfelt and soul soul filled. The plan is still to release a new po- podcast episode every week. Now that the vacation time is over, it should be back to a weekly release date on Mondays, not on Wednesdays. But in the future, you know, whenever there's kind of like holidays and stuff, the schedule is going to be a little wonky. So thank you for holding holding tight and being patient and for all of your support. Again, it means the world to me and I am so happy to be able to share with you guys. Have a wonderful, beautiful week and I will see you next time. Remember to feel your feelings. Bye. Are you tired of being tired? Are you always trying to anticipate the next big thing to go wrong? Do you feel like you can never relax? Or do you find yourself wondering, is this it? Is there more to life? I've been where you're at. I lived over 20 years of my life disconnected from happiness and never being happy, always focusing on the next thing and telling myself that I had to be tough, invalidating my own emotions completely disconnected from myself and never satisfied and I'm here to tell you that life is about so much more life is not just about going through the motions we're supposed to live it and let our souls lead not our anxiety and our fear and our anxiety is not the enemy it's actually the super powerful tool that we can harness in order to live a more joy-filled exciting and fulfilling life a life where we don't have to hide ourselves away or shrink away out of fear if that sounds like something that you are ready for and you are ready to jump into I have two offers for you so the first is event session these are for my individuals who are going through a difficult time right now maybe you've had a breakup a recent job change a transition the passing of a loved one or you're a new mom Those events can be really hard to navigate, but event sessions are 30-minute sessions that give you everything you need, step-by-step instructions for your personal journey and how to overcome them without shrinking yourself away and feeling empowered through these changes. And right now, you can get four of them for $400, which is $100 off a package of four. So that ensures you have the support and nurturing guidance 
that you need to get through any potential changes or challenges that you might experience this fall. Next is the Anxiety Language Coaching. This program is a six-month transformational container, and this is for individuals who are ready to move past old patterns that they keep seeing looping around or individuals who are tired of being in an anxious loop where, you know, every year or two they end up having a breakdown and having to go back into therapy to work on the same kinds of things. Individuals who constantly feel like they have something to prove and they're looking around and they're still not happy, not excited, not joy filled, even though they might have accomplished everything that they set out to. Life is about so much more than just pleasing other people than just proving yourself you don't have to earn happiness you don't have to earn love and during this six-month container you're going to learn everything and dive deep into your past your present and your future in regards to what things are holding you back we learn about your anxiety language how anxiety is communicating with you and then we follow the breadcrumbs of your anxiety to figure out what things in your past are holding stuck emotions that are preventing you from living life now we use emotional memory tracking and we connect with your body in order to to teach you how to experience things without having a fear response and we do this in a way that is playful and loving and nurturing so that your brain doesn't go ah i'm I'm unsafe so that we can make changes and transform in a way that is going to last you for the rest of your life never let anxiety lead your life again and this is this program is going to ensure that for the rest of your life you are in a soul-led place even during difficult and challenging times even when you do experience anxiety it's not going to feel like it's controlling you anymore so go to the link in the show notes to find out more and to enroll today right now enrollment is open until august 30th the program starts the week of september 1st i'm so excited i only have 10 slots open for this program and i am just so ecstatic to meet the souls that are ready for this transformation if you have any questions always feel free to dm me and reach out to me i'll see you guys on the other side